0: All right, welcome everyone back to Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. Today we have Michael Horn on the line, IT Director, oh, sorry, Director of Information Technology. I interchange those a lot at First Mile. Multiple hat wear uh, comes from a background of software development, so that means you must have some kind of personality, regardless. Um, <laughs> regardless, welcome to the show, Michael. And the, uh, you gave me this, like you—you you, you mentioned this really insane idea to me, which shouldn't be insane. It sh- we should call this a sane idea. And when we are talking about a philosophy, a work philosophy, and that work philosophy was unlimited PTO. Now, and before we even get into, you know, why a software developer would end up in information technology, I mean, usually we kind of lock those guys up in the back room. But how, you know, I just, you know, unlimited PTO sounds like this. It actually does sound like an idea a software guy would come up with. But please explain this because that's, to me, very exciting. And I think everyone would would love to have unlimited PTO.
1: Okay, so from a from a software developing perspective, um, it also fits several other, uh, departments, but, um, really when you're, when you're paid to get a job done and not just put in hours, mm-hmm. this works perfectly. So, you know, when you're, uh, you know, if you're familiar say, with the, with the agile methodology, you know, you got a two week scrum and say that's you know, 80 hours, uh-huh. And so, you know, maybe, maybe you have finished your 80
0: hours and 60 hours. Okay.
1: So does that mean now you're rewarded with more work or are you rewarded with time off?
0: It's kind of a good point because uh, people might purposely work slower.
1: Yes. Um, you know, so <laughs> I'm just so saying,
0: that's- you know, human, human, um, yeah, this is, sometimes this is just, you know, human desire and human natural inclination, right? You know, the, I don't know is it right uh, you know and Ovalove's then loaves dog or hierarchy of yeah. needs or whatever it is you know but anyways yeah. keep going
1: yeah so so then also you know you get you get the 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 rare crunch time you know when you're say uh you know you're putting in your 40 hours a week and it happens to be Tuesday
0: mm-hmm. right
1: um you know do I you know kind of send you home and then expect you to come back in on Wednesday or take PTO Um, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm expecting you to come in late and stay, stay late, Uh but you know, not, not, um, uh, allowing you to take time off. So what you're going to have, so what you're going to do there is you're going to have people who refuse to stay late and all they're going to give you is nine to five. And that's all you'll ever get from. Right. But if you, if you say, if you say that, um, you know, your time is yours. You're, you know, you're expected to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And on those days when it takes longer to get the job done, I expect you to stay. When it's, you know, if it's it's three o'clock and you have nothing to do, don't do it here.
0: Yeah, you might, I'm assuming you might get accused of being a meritocracy. And the only reason why I say that is because I have been accused of running a meritocracy before in past lives. Uh, Because I really do love the idea of, results are what, what matters, right? We results is what matters. And I know that if I paid someone to do a job, I want the job done. Uh, And this kind of, this is always, you know, this comes up when I want a a room painted, for example, in my house, and I'm not comparing it to paint work, right? (laughs) Painters will charge by the hour. Right. I like to pay by the job. Look, just give me a price for the whole job. I need the job done. I need it done really, really well. I don't care if it takes you a week or a month, but I need the job done well. And what I don't want to do is pay you hourly if it's going to take a month and there's another guy that could do it in a week and do it just as well or better. Right. Like the real, right. Uh, And
1: and then from the, you know, from the consulting world, right? There's the difference between pay by the hour, pay by the job, uh you know, and, and one, one favor, you know, so pay by the hour favors the, the consultant paid by the job favors the the company right seems so, pretty simple yeah so so the the one common denominator there is the job is well done right so if you if you are paying by the job um you know and then somebody rushes through and rushes through and and does a crappy job and they expect to get paid that's you know that that's not what we're talking about well, you how know, do say, you know,
0: how do we translate this a little bit further and a little bit clearer is there time frames i mean is it unlimited pto within a 90 day period a rolling 90 day period is it a per a job type of thing i mean i can see in the software world in the software development piece we have a we have a you know a goal we're trying to obtain and a result we're trying to make happen okay i get that but in it in a systems admin role or maybe just an it director's role maybe maybe won't work for system admin because they're running a help desk or they're taking care of tickets or they're serving in users. And, you know, would would an unlimited PTO work in that situation? It might not work in that situation, but for a CTO or a CIO or a director of information technology, I think it could work. Does it work across the kind of across the entire organization? Like where do we draw the line?
1: Yeah. So, so people who are, you know, they're answering phones, right? So help desk or CSRs, um, you know, I, I, I talked to some of the people here and, you know, that it may not work there. Um, you know, cause you know, what is your performance based on? Is your performance based on number of calls you take per day? Um,
0: uh, how, I don't know, but I know. know that if you make the tickets go away, I know, th- I know that if we're handling X number of tickets and you, and we have X number of system admin people or people or ticket help desk people. And I know that if some very creative person on that team finds a way to make tickets disappear, I might not mind letting him go home at three o'clock every day.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe the, you know, the idea is, you know, if you're doing, you know, if your goal for the day is say hundred tickets and because of your knowledge, because of your skill, you're able to do those hundred tickets by three o'clock, have a nice day. Right, go if I home. just
0: make tickets disappear. What if it's I'm no. running the numbers? You know, I mean, honestly, like seriously, what if the guy's smart enough to say, hey, I've been evaluating our department and I see that we have a number of tickets that come in due to this silo. Uh, well, I'm going to improve that silo and make it disappear. And it might take me a little bit of extra time. So I'm going to put in that extra time. But once I've put that time in and the tickets have disappeared, I would like to um, not work as much.
1: Or take right, because, because what's, the, what's the ultimate metric, right? Satisfying the customer or making tickets disappear, right?
0: Now the problem so, is you might work in a cost center. You might report to a chief financial officer. Uh, maybe just maybe, and um, how do you justify that argument to them?
1: I think there you would say, you know, the the person that I'm sitting next to, who did the same hundred uh, calls by five or six o'clock in the afternoon, uh, were were we had the same value, we've given the same value to the company, uh-huh. but my you know my job ends at three and their job ends at six. You know, we did the, the, the same work, you yeah. know, the same value. So yeah. why should they care?
0: Well, we might have to put in a little bit of, cause he, I don't know, because, of, because the point of a business is to make money. That's why. Um, and that's, you know what I mean? And, and they are a number culture. Uh, so we might have to say to them, this person's more valuable than another person because they saved us money here. They saved us electricity here. There was other, I don't know, uh, hard costs and controllable costs that we were able to make a difference in because of this, uh, because now we're handling less tickets, which means end users can be more productive. We need to show some kind of measurable results, I guess. Um, we well, to-
1: sure. You know, and then, and then maybe the, maybe the reward is to, you know, pay that person more and then expect them, okay, instead of doing hundred tickets today, you do now 150 tickets, but we're paying you more. Fine.
0: You know, I just really don't like the hundred ticket a day analogy, I guess. And the only reason why I don't like that is because I want to make tickets disappear. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like what if tickets disappear? Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I, I I totally get it. The, okay. So unlimited PTO, have we put that into practice anywhere? Um, I know
1: we have not here, but there are several companies that, that do that. I know Zappos is one. Um, Oh, I should have written it down. Um, um, some of the, the big three I believe are doing it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's out there. It's out there in the wild and, uh, they're getting pretty good traction on it.
0: Now, what do you think about burnout people? What do you think about workaholics? I'm a workaholic. The problem right. with me is I have to shut off sometimes.
1: So, right, so, so the I, other- left.
0: I didn't have a problem leaving the working world like some people say I don't know if I could work from home I don't know if I could do this I'd be too distracted I would be wasting time I'd watch TV I'd do- that doesn't that's not how it works with me for me it's a hard time shutting off it could be one o'clock in the morning and I'm still answering emails and replying to people and uh, an idea pops into my head and then I'm in front of my computer i um, you know writing some article or doing something
1: great right. Yeah, so so the other the other piece of this is mandatory vacations that that says Oof. that
0: now you're really coming yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> mandatory vacations. So, okay, go so, ahead.
1: So the other piece of that is, you know, yeah, you get the workaholics that, you know, uh, typically in America, uh only about a third um uh people will actually take their vacation days. Oh so gosh. so that results in And quite a bit of the issues as far as, you know, burnout and, and, uh, you know, workplace stress and things like that. So, um, mandatory vacations is actually, um, a, a standard, not a standard, but it's a, it's a security practice, um, that a lot of companies, well, some companies have, have instituted, um, specifically for their their security posture.
0: Hmm. Why is it um, so breakdown? I mean, how No, no.
1: No, because because if um uh it, it prevents collusion and prevents fraud. So so say say you're working on a on a sensitive system and you know that um that somebody's going to be in there looking at your code um you know, a week, a year, or two weeks, a year, mm-hmm. then you're less likely to be injecting things into it. You know, um, the, the analogy works a lot better in, in the finance department. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, uh, if you make, you know, we'll say the controller go on vacation for a week and you have somebody take their spot and kind of looking over their books and things. And in, and, and uh, in the meantime, like in the awful. meantime, you Yes, exactly. In the meantime, you turn off their email access, you turn off their phone access. Um, so they have they do not have access to work, then you can prevent those sorts of things.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: but but also it promotes cross training, right? So so it um it it,
0: it forces And equal uh, treatment and equal treatment. And numerous treatment, things. exactly. I mean there's like exactly. a numerous, numerous other things that roll downhill from this. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: and and
0: one of the things that I thought was
1: real interesting was um, it it enables you to build and identify leaders. So, for example, if it's the you know the CTO that has to go on vacation, right? This is a mandatory across the entire organization. CTO has to go on vacation. Therefore, somebody has to step up and take his place for a week or two weeks. Mm. Then, who do we who do we pick? Right? Who's the Who's kind of the natural leader. Hey man, and you know? This is how
0: he? Tom Brady, this is how Tom Brady became who he was. Think about it. What exactly. were we gonna do in that what were we gonna do in that Super Bowl where Drew Bledsoe kept getting hit in the head and kept getting knocked <laughs> out? What were we gonna do? I don't know. Last minute we gotta throw in this guy Tom Brady. Who in the hell is Tom Brady? Yeah, exactly. All right. Throw that guy in. All right. Now you know best, and in the-, the best quarterback of all time. I can say that because I'm from Massachusetts and I don't care what anyone else. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm not even a football fan, but that's, that's, that's like how he, that's like kind of how we roll around here. Um, yeah. That's, that's mind blowing actually simple, but actually quite mind blowing because yeah, people do hold things to, uh, and especially in IT, especially in IT where um, people may hold on to their job a little bit tight. They may hold on to systems and passwords a little bit tight. They may know that if oh well, if they get rid of me, you know, everything crashes, everything's going down.
1: Right. And then, and how does that affect business continuity? Right. What if that guy, you know, has, has all this tribal knowledge and he leaves or he gets hit by a bus, you know um, what is that? What, how does that affect the business? So, so this has, you know, major impact on positive business continuity as
0: well. I'm really into, uh, kind of like metaphors and similes lately. And I, the more that I speak with people, the more they pop up. Tribal knowledge is one that pops up. Uh, mm-hmm. collusion really isn't one, but I'm just going to throw that in there. Cause I like, I just, you know, let's just use collusion. Maybe that's okay. because Trump was using it. There's been no collusion or something like that. Again, no <laughs> political this, I, you know, i the show has gotten to the point now where I'm, I actually am working on a disclaimer, um, the show. And anything on the anything that anyone says on this show does not represent the political views of whatever. I don't know what that disclaimer is, but I actually I've actually gotten to the point now where I've been told I have to have a disclaimer. I haven't come up. This anymore. show has not been paid for any uh, political campaign by anybody. Yeah, exactly. You know, we do not represent any football. You know, what you know, and whatever, all that stuff. Uh, but, anyways, um, this. Um, all of these points i mean we could probably go on all day long about mandatory vacations and why the just the the benefits of that is huge and the fact that only a third of america takes vacation if we could just force that third of america to take vacation how could that actually improve uh how how could that improve the economy so oh, it really is a work hard it really is a, a work smarter not work harder um and how would that improve uh, company morale in general so the you know you know to identify new leaders uh for people not to get really selfish and hold things close to their chest or whatever that saying is um you know that's huge and eliminate tribal right. knowledge and other things that are you know really honestly big red flags
1: right and and so the you know the concept there with the with the mandatory vacations is you don't, you know, you don't have the guilt of taking a vacation. It's like, well, you know, you can just pass that off as well. You know, I got to, so might as well go to Paris, you know, take that, that trip that I've been wanting to go to Paris, you know, cause I have to. So, you know, rather than saying, well, you know, they need me there and I can't take time off and yada, 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 you know, you end up just being able to do things <laughs> that you wanted to do because now it's, it's culturally acceptable.
0: Yeah. I just saw the yada, yada, yada episode last night on Seinfeld while I was at the pizza shop. <laughs> For anyone out there that, you know, pop culture. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: You're, you're, you're going to get some viewers to go, huh?
0: <laughs> do you know when I looked at when the first episode of Seinfeld, when do you think the first episode of Seinfeld came out was? Do you know? So the, 80s. the 80s probably. Isn't that crazy? It was the 80s. That's how long ago it was. I was, just abs- was like 40 years ago. 19, July 5th 1989. Oof. That's crazy. Some girl said to my daughter at the, at the baseball game the other day, like, "What do you live in the 1980s?" Because she told because my <laughs> daughter told her she sews, like she has a sewing. she's like, "What is this? The 1980s?" <laughs> That's messed up. Oops. Oh, okay. Mandatory vacation, uh, PTO or unlimited PTO, right. Is that really possible? Unlimited PTO? I think so because, because, you know, you, you think about who
1: you're accountable to, right. It, it also, you know, one of the, one of the pros here is that, um, it should, the, the company instills trust in their employees and, you know, you're still, you're still accountable to get the job done. So kind of in the, Kind of in the agile world where, you know, you've got a, you know, you're, you have your team and you're accountable to your team. You're still accountable for them to them to get the things done that you had committed to get done. Um, so that doesn't go away. I'm totally you're, okay
0: with you're, it. You're, I-, I told the performance, yeah, you know, performance
1: rate. Keep the, going. The performance, uh, ratings don't go away. So you still need to perform. Um, you know, there's, there, there's always going to be the times when, you know, especially, you know, we, we look at now with the coronavirus where, yes. hey, I got to take a week off because, you know, I'm just sick or dog. Well, hey, I don't have any PTO. So that means I got to come into work. Uh, no, <laughs> you're not coming to work. Um, you know, just take your PTO and we'll, you know, we'll deal with that later. But, but I think um, it, it ends up helping the company
0: it's definitely got to be measured it's definitely got to be measured and controlled somehow there's got to be um like you said performance ratings um things like that because i do know that i did recently tell one of my um i don't like the word employee i just don't like that partner i like you partner. Say minion minion i don't know if he's minion either i just i i i think i'd prefer to say like uh, yeah, head count. No, (laughs) Uh, one of the head count, um, employee number one. Uh, I would like to, I mean, I basically told him, I said, look, when you get to this, this is the goal. This is what we're trying to do. This is the number. I don't care how you get there. I don't care how much time it takes to get there. All I know is that if you get there and you maintain that number, I don't care if you're working one hour a year, I'm paying you $200,000 a year. Absolutely." I don't care because I know what that number equals. I know what that number means in in uh, profitability. I know what that number means in efficiency. I know what that number means as far as um, you know all kinds of how it flows through to the bottom line, and maybe that's where you know the cost that, that maybe that's how where finance comes into play um, but the goal has to be very specific. there has to be num- it's a numbers game I mean at the end of the day, There's it is value, a
1: numbers right game. it's all about bringing value to the company. Right. And, and, um, you know, we, do we, you know, we don't want to bring in less value. Right. Uh But, you know, uh, do we need to bring in more without paying for it? Uh, you know, I don't know.
0: And in a technology Um, world that can be done more and more and more, I still don't understand why we have to have these massive call centers when so many people can work from home. Look, if you've got the QOS, if you've got the, the latency and the jitter down and you can work from home and you've got a headset on and a soft phone. I don't care where the heck you are. I don't care if you're in Bali with a surfboard leaning up against the, up against your screen. Um, once you're done with your job, fine, jump out the door and go, you know, go hit some waves.
1: Well, yeah, you know I mean? That's a, that's kind of another, another you know, topic of discussion about remote work, but, but yeah, you know, you, you, you think about, you know, would you rather have uh, a call center in downtown um, San Francisco, uh-huh. right, and have all local people from downtown San Francisco, or would you rather have one from you know having people all over the world in different time zones mm. and you know and, and because of cost of living all over the world says that you can yeah. you know pay people uh, oh, man. uh Once you know, people the average wage of those areas, right? Once people so rather than paying. Keep yeah, yeah. So, so, rather than saying, "Okay, well, I'm going to pay Sam the tail wages," you know, you can pay um, Bangalore wages. I mean, I don't know, you know, how much different that is. Um, you know, but again, you know, the quality has to be there. So, you know, the speaking quality and quality of service and things like that have to be there. Um, but the tech, but there, there should be no technolo- technological reasons why you shouldn't be able to work from home
0: especially when it comes to education and tutoring and stuff like that. I'm a homeschooler, so I never thought I'd be a homeschooler. I never thought I'd be married. I never thought I'd have kids. Um, and that's just a <laughs> side lesson, a side lesson for everyone out there listening to. Anything that you ever said, I will never do, will happen to you.
1: I well, and also, yeah. <laughs> it's also proof that, you know, some of us geeky IT guys can actually find a,
0: find a and, and, well, I can hand pick. Um, really good teachers because let's face it. I mean, your your kids will vastly surpass you in in general knowledge very quickly uh, to the point where you can't teach them anymore. Um, if you're homeschooling and if you could hand pick your teachers for your children, ones that you know, like and care about and care about your kids and they get one on one time with them. Um, yeah, you pay for it, but, uh, you'd be surprised at how, um, fast people can excel and the only reason why I'm saying that is because I read I I wrote a bunch of kind of little blog articles in my email list the other week uh, a couple months ago actually back in uh, November December when I was in Egypt Uh, I stopped to see one of my kids teachers in Egypt uh, who teaches via like zoom and I know I don't. I just stopped Just you know, I've never been to Egypt. Let's see what this is like. And he lives in like this ridiculously poor, like one of the poorest sections of Egypt in a village. And I'm like, I cannot believe that this is my kid's teacher, and, and he's teaching from here via Zoom technology. Wouldn't even know that you can hear in the background horns beeping and stuff, but it doesn't put it into perspective until you're actually physically there, and you're like, wow, this is unbelievable, and. The cost of living is ridiculous. It's, it's just on another level, super cheap. It's like, you know, it's the, they use pounds. So it's like one American dollar to 16 Egyptian pounds. And right. I could probably go there with $10,000 and live like a king for the next five years.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. It didn't make any difference? So
1: in Honduras and, you know, the, uh, Central America. And
0: yeah, I was still doing podcasts. No one knew. They might. They probably knew because I told them. They probably knew because yeah. I told them. But Zoom's got. I mean, where all their pops are and the way they do it, it's really, really good. Um, and I mean, I did my other my my other work. You know, you know, phone system consulting, internet pricing. You know, running numbers, doing everything. I did everything, and I don't think you would have announced. So and I'm not and everyone hates when I bring this up because not everyone has that ability to work anywhere and some people we all have different jobs and everyone needs different things to do but I think it just goes to the point as there are a lot of jobs where people can work from home and you can you could put performance ratings on it and you could mandatory make sure people take vacations and mandatory PTO and all that there's a lot of flexibility that um uh you know that we're probably not, or we're not taking advantage of. And that's obviously proven when you said a third of Americans don't take vacation. Right. Uh, so I, that's me trying to link this all together. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and,
1: you know, kind of a, a another, another concept of this that's kind of close and close to my heart is, is, you know, you think about poverty in America in say things like the, um, the native American communities. Uh Right, where you know the 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 local jobs aren't there because of various reasons. However, um, you know if if they are allowed to uh, to do some of these high tech jobs from their uh, from their homes, yeah, you know they don't have to go find the places where jobs are. They can just you know work from wherever they're at.
0: It's about education, right, so, yeah. And it's about edu- people yeah. being educated and knowing it, yeah. exactly. Knowing that it's available there, um, and that's a huge opportunity for anyone out there listening to you know provide that somehow as well. Um, but absolutely, um, that yeah, that's actually a, a huge opportunity for somebody. Anyone could pick any uh, could pick could pick any type of like poverty stricken group that's you know for whatever reason you know demographics alone, um, and make a big difference there. Great. Right. Um, because doing it and I, and I can speak to that, uh, very truthfully because telecom, uh, has probably one of the worst customer service, uh, has the worst customer service, at least one out of like three Americans or something like that. Say that telecom has the worst customer service in the world or in America. Why is that? Because you're calling a one a, 800 a go pound sand toll free number, Um, and quite frankly, we could do a lot better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay. So what else we got other than PTO and mandatory and mandatory vacations? I I think that's enough, but I mean, really, do you have any other main philosophies? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's not all, um, you know, roses and, and honey and roses, you know, I mean, so there's, there's some things that you have to, um, consider as well. There's some, there's some cons to this. So, you know, what, one of those things is, you know, PTO is a reward, right? So, so say, say you have a milestone that, you know, at, at four years, you know, you get pumped up from two weeks to three weeks, right? Uh-huh. Well, now you don't have that. So you got to think of, of other ways to reward uh, longevity, right?
0: The ultimate meritocracy. That's what we're calling
1: this. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, So what? You know, and then
0: money, Starbucks gift cards. What are we doing?
1: Um. You know, that's that's interesting. You know, you think about uh. You know, money. Money's always good. Um. You know, I don't know anybody that would say, hey, you know, I've been here for four years. You know, here's a you know X number of uh, bonus, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Ownership. Stock. You know, it used to be. Yeah. Stock options, options, ownership, you know, it used to be the, you know, here's a watch, you know, you, you, you know, graduate, uh, I retire with a gold Rolex or whatever, you know? And I mean, I, I've seen, you know, plaques around here that, that, Hey, you know, you've been here for five years. Here's a, uh, a certificate. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the other one is, uh, you know, that overlapping days, right. You know, you need to make sure that, the stuff that's scheduled, you know, so, so, you know, you might be able to say, you know, you've got scheduled PTO and unscheduled PTO. So, so maybe, um, uh, you there know, if, if you're going to, yeah. if you're going to be expected to be off completely off the grid, uh-huh. okay. Then, then I want you to, uh, schedule it right so that yeah. we can, you know, make sure that you're not in the scrum, that you're, you know, not on the schedule that, you know, you're whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're, you know, uh, if it's unscheduled, then, you know, I would expect you to, you know, probably be available on your phone, you know, within an hour's notice or something like that, that, you know, we can call you or we can, you know, if needed, if needs be, right. Um, but, you know, so, so for those, those overlapping days when you have scheduled, um, PTO, then, you know, you need to make sure that, you know, of course that you have the head count. A planned headcount to cover what you
0: what you need to do mm. you know and then you just made me think suddenly, of uh, you just made me think of my father growing up, and uh, my father's a doctor, and doctors go through a very very rough uh, first part of their career with medical school and then residency and the phone ringing at two o'clock in the morning and um just that's just what that reminded me of. Um, that, I don't know if there's any link there to that, but you know, how it would work in healthcare where you've got you know something that's much more, I don't know if people like to say not for profit, but I don't necessarily believe that healthcare is not for profit. But even though well, healthcare
1: is absolutely for profit,
0: uh, that's what I say. But you know, I think right, uh, when you go to argue with all my it, family, it's a little, you know, no, it's it's um, it is
1: it used uh, to be, be non profit, but I think it was Nixon who, um, who made a, a a law that said that they could be for profit? Yeah,
0: in other words, like it's it's structured in a way to look like you know it's um. Anyways, uh, th- that's not the point. The point is um, that can be tough in uh, first responder jobs. My brother's a my brother's the fire chief of the fire department. You know, and oh yeah, yeah. I just feel like you know he's never every time where we go to sit down and have dinner, it's like, Oh, a guy cut his finger off in a wood splitter. I'm gone. Or there's an accident or this, that, And the wood splitter one's really true by the way. And then you heard on the scanner, yeah. we found the finger. Uh, well, I think, it was in the glove. I, I think the answer there is, you know, is, is early and strong
1: retirement. Right. I mean, if, if, you know, you're expected to, you know, being on call 24 hours a day for your first, you know, 20 years or 10 years or whatever, then, you know, then, uh, and you survive, right. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you normally look at, you look at a, a lot of these, um, you know, uh, uh, uh high stress, high risk yep. jobs, you know, they say, well, yeah, you know, you put in your 10 years and you're going to retire with full payful benefits. Yeah. Cause you know, you're either going to burn out and not continue for 10 years or you're, you know, going to get killed during doing the job. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have to pay you, but you know, you make it through there then yeah, you, you know, I, I think you deserve it. And I think you should expect it. Yeah. yeah. But well, but I think, I think the last, the, the last one to consider here, um, the last con is about blackout periods. Maybe, maybe, you know, you um, say, you know, no planned vacations from November to, to January 1st or something like that. Right.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because you're in retail or something, you know, whatever, depending right, exactly. on the, Or, you know, if you're in, uh, accounting, you know, during tax season, you know, you, don't think about taking your time off there. Yeah, exactly, got you.
1: Right, right,
0: Yeah, it's perfect. Hey, it has been um, it's been outstanding to have you on the show. Um, we didn't get to talk much about, you know, history and first computer growing up. Uh, we talked about, <laughs> we alluded, we we alluded to people not knowing about stuff, you know, from the come 1980s or, yada yada. Come one
1: twenty eight. Come under 128
0: for my 16th birthday. <laughs> oh, that says uh, well. That now that dates you um, again. And um, but, anyways, man, it has been uh, it's been a pleasure uh, having you on the show. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that have questions about this. Um, so, if you want to get a hold of Michael Horn, find him on on LinkedIn. Search LinkedIn. Michael yeah. I uh, search Michael Horn. Uh, you know, first mile first mile absolutely there's no space between first and mile um correct find him there so sir thank you so much it has been a pleasure thank you and have a good day